<laughs> fall, fall into great music. Fall is what we call it here in America. Fall into a state of deliciousness. The fall, pretzel wagon. <laughs> fall into a state of delusion that it's still summertime. Oh, God. Summer's long gone now. Shoot, I wish. We have like 80 degree day here followed by a 50 degree day there. You can't even keep up. I can't keep it's up. It's a mess. It is a mess. Hello and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, a video game music podcast. This is episode 37-5 and we're your hosts. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernil. Every week we listen to great video game music and we chat about things that generally are and aren't video game related. Um, yeah. So I haven't, I, I went back to Hades briefly. Um very briefly that was fun <laughs> very briefly oh yeah i was like I, I was like i forgot i had it to be honest i was like i turned the playstation on and i haven't turned it on in a while and i was like oh damn hades that's right that's a thing that's um, a wonderful start screen and so i played it and i was like oh that's that was fun i got pretty far in that before and then um and then i stopped <laughs> and then the <laughs> so next- i was like it was just enough to be like this game is a thing that i remember enjoying yeah it was pretty good it was pretty good i, I again not a game i can like devote time into but um then the next day i picked up i went back to the capcom classics and i played street fighter alpha 2 and and uh i beat that in 16 minutes that was perfect i beat i beat all of alpha 2 in less <laughs> in less of a, of a time of one single run of hades like that, I wonder, is that, that, that's where my life is you know like that, that's the time I've got I'm like wow I can complete a whole video game in 15 minutes and I'm like wow I'm not even halfway through my a single run of this game you know yeah that's the thing like remember the era of your life where a yeah. game you could pick up a game box at the store read the back and it would go 100 hours of exciting adventure and questing say, like, the, time like, where, yes! the time where I could just pick up and play the game like that was last year man that was amazing <laughs> <laughs> what a time that last year was. What a time to be alive. Um, I, I, I think that's all I played. There's some DLC coming out for Vampire Survivors. I kind of fell out of that game just because I played it so much this year. But I'm wondering if the deal there's there's like a story mode or like kind of a, a half halfish kind of story mode that I'm curious about because what I liked about the game was there was no story. I felt like it was the developer, you know, just messing with us, um, and I really mm-hmm. I really liked that. Uh, so I might get back into that. What I'm playing now, probably more than anything, is Sudoku. I, I'm back into Sudoku. I think it might be um, uh, a safety mechanism in my brain. I play Sudoku when I'm stressed and when I'm um, in bad situations. I play a lot of Sudoku. So if I'm on a plane, I am playing Sudoku the entire time. <laughs> no. Wait, you'd be stressed on a plane? Oh, I hate flying. I, I'm not scared of flying. I just can't stand being boxed up for hours. Oh, I get that. Right. Um, and the whole, the whole, the whole process in and out is is just deter. It's just designed to be awful and designed to be <laughs> uncomfortable. And I can't imagine what it is being your height and doing the whole thing. So, um, oh, it sucks. So I play, I, I play Sudoku nonstop, and I'm playing, and, and so I, I got into crosswords on the New York Times app, and then I was like, oh crap, there's Sudoku on here, and it's a really good, clean Sudoku application. But no Wordle for you? I, I don't like Wordle. I'm gonna say it. I I can't get into Wordle. I think it's I think it's kind of boring. I love uh, connections. Connections is a good one. Um, and I'm the crossword, just straight up crosswords. I love. I feel like New York I Times feel like crossword. Wordle. 
Portal had its time, I think. Yeah. I think it was just a cat matter of like once you have done enough of them where you always start with the same few words or whatever and narrow it down, yeah, yeah. The, the flow doesn't change. And once that happens, you're like, why am I still doing this? <laughs> I, you know, I can't say that that's all I've been playing. I play ITG. I play a lot of ITG. Um, if, I'm, if I'm exercising, I'm usually out running or I'm playing ITG. So Extra uh, gaming. Just know, just think, it's just you're pushing through those early years yeah. until your son has words. And then once he has words, you can start picking up activities and activities become like, want to play topple? I know. And I'm, suddenly you're, you're like, <laughs> yeah, play, having a player three. I, I am just, I'm just looking forward to, to, to those future years of just chasing him around the playground and all that stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun for everybody. Um, but uh, for now, it's just trying to stay, fit trying <laughs> trying to stay uh, alive uh, 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 staying fit yeah staying fit um but yeah that that's what i've been doing um anything of note that you've played that you've enjoyed um honestly i've been bounding around a lot between lots of games because that seems to be the nature of things for me but time itself has been a mistress and it's been <laughs> i've been chasing it so hard it's hard to get time but i have of all things gotten back to uh ask libra that game, I was like going through my library to look up a world of horror because um, the wise guy was like, you got to get on the world of horror. This was after the wedding I went to around my birthday. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you're right. I will. So around Halloween, I messed around with world of horror and Alan Wake 2, which by the way, Alan Wake 2 is really good. Kept me up till five in the morning, something that I haven't done in months to years. Um, it was great. Um, but uh, while in the midst of looking for World of Horror to boot it up, I was like, oh, yeah, S. Libra, I loved that game. Where did I leave off? And I remember it leaving off on a stupid snow area. I was like, I want to boot it up again just to see what it's like. And suddenly, bam, it's, it bit me again. And now all of a sudden, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the road to finishing the game. And I want to be able to say I cleared S. Libra because I stand by my belief that that was probably my favorite game of 2022. Um, it's, it holds up. It holds very well. So, so it's called S. Libra. No, Ast Libra. So, I'm sure Ast like, Libra would like be pretty hilarious. Library, though. got it. No, no, butt library. That's the library I want to be. I want to go to that one. That's the game. That's that well, game. That's the game I've been playing at night. <laughs> butt library. It's the butt, butt library. library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, 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 it's a Sudoku extra stage. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> and then, like the biggest game that came out that I started playing, and yeah. I do love, and I'm playing it in spread and sporadically compared to people who've beaten it in two days. It's Super Mario Wonder. That game is a lot of fun. It's it looks a nice cool. It looks super cute. It looks World. cute. It's a fu- it looks like a fun Mario game, right? Like not like a yeah. I think everyone has played Mario Maker enough to get like really good at 2D platformers or 2D Mario. That like mm-hmm. when a new 2D Mario game comes out, they're like, "Why isn't this like so hard? It's making me pull my hair out." Oh, it must be yeah, too that easy. game is easy as dirt. <laughs> Mario <laughs> Wonders are easy as dirt, yeah. but I'm enjoying it. Yeah. And the thing that only thing that makes me sad about is like I'm going to be the one rando guy in the world who's like, it's functional, but I'm not a big fan of Elephant Mario. I don't know what it is. I'm not a big fan of that power up. It's, it's okay, but I'm usually it's like you get to choose between the fire flower and the elephant. Like, I want yeah. the fire flower. Give me the fire flower. Normally in these games. It's do you want the fire flower or the new power up? I'm like, give me the new power up. So <laughs> it's a weird vibe to be like, this is the very first time where I'm like, you know, I don't really dig the new power up. But the levels and the wonder seeds and all that, even though they're easy as dirt, they are well designed and fun to play. So I enjoy doing that, which is a nice thing considering I'm always the guy that's like, this isn't hard enough. <laughs> so <laughs> I know. Oh, speaking of speaking of hard things, 
Um, okay, uh, parents, turn your podcast down. I'm kidding. This is <laughs> this is not that. On our uh, YouTube radio station, I like to make silly polls. the The poll I have right now is um, what what makes the NES the NES so hard. Um, and uh, the, the, there's four options. Is it uh, Mike Tyson from Punch Out? Is it the Turbo Tunnel from Battletoads? Uh, is it Jack Wheel from the first Ninja Gaiden game? Uh, oh. Or is it this, this uh, Castlevania Stairs? Just the Stairs from Castlevania. Who the hell's going to vote for the Stairs? Like 21% I mean, of people. Uh, 40, geez, 40, 47 are saying Battletoads, Turbo Tunnel. But yeah, behind it is the is the Stairs. <laughs> And oh, behind geez. that's Mike Tyson, and then at the, at the end is Jack Wheel. People don't remember I'm Jack. I don't think those people even reach Jack Wheel, so they don't know if he's hard or yeah, not. Three, about- yeah, yeah, Jack, you got three forms of that guy, and then you got to go all the way back. Yeah, lose, so yeah. I feel like I can respect if someone's like, I didn't vote for him because he's not the challenge. It's everything around fighting him that's the challenge. I yeah. get that. That's respectful. But um, the, the the clear answer is Turbo Tunnel because there is no con, there's no uh, concessions you can take yeah. to make that softer. It's just a crappy stage. It with is crappy mechanics, I feel, and you can't beat that. I feel like right now, like as an adult who has played it to death, I could probably like I, I can I can do it blindfolded, but I've memorized it. I've memorized it hard. You know, like I know how that I have the whole thing down. But as a kid, it was it seemed like uh, insurmountable um, obstacle out of the way. You know. Yeah, I played it for the first time as a grown man, and I couldn't understand why kids liked it at all. I was like, "This is horrible! I don't, I don't understand why it's as fun to people." Why? Why is this fun for people? Uh, it's cool. The music is probably some of the best music. Oh, uh, speaking of music, um, I did, uh, I did, I performed a section of a new track that's going to be out by the Mad Gear. Um, oh, yeah, they. Uh, uh, I won't say what song or what game it's from, but they needed a DJ to do some scratching. So I went ahead and he sent me some of the stems and then I went through and recorded some bits and sent it back to him and he edited it in and it sounds really cool. <laughs> and there you have a collaboration. Yeah, there you go. I was like, wow, I actually did something for these guys. <laughs> that wasn't just like shout out. <laughs> That's uh, pretty awesome. I mean, they're, they're, you have the talent for it. So they it's are good that you you used it. Yeah, they they no, they are getting really good. I feel like they've just keep improving and improving, and and they they just sound amazing right now. And they just they have a great sense of humor. Um, Cameron is uh, Cam Bruce uh, Bruce Irons of the Mad Gear is like my idol of like the new dad who's still doing a lot of creative things. Um, you know, so I feel like it's just really, as- uh, uh, it's really aspirational for me. So um, that's what's up. Yeah. Keep, what's you up. Know what I mean, yeah. And the thing is, it's good that you have that relationship with each other too. You can like calm, you can talk shop like, yo man, yeah. what do I do? If my son is looking, he's, he's staring idly at that, <laughs> that electrical socket. I don't know what to do with this. What do I do? Yeah, it's probably. okay, Rob. Take a deep breath and get the plastic covers. Yeah. I'll probably when read. he's not looking, you slap him on front. It's just I, I feel like we're kind of like in each other's like circles, like right on the outside, but we know we really like each other. But like we're, you know, we're different ages and and um, different different. I feel types, like yeah. if you were local, you'd hang out. Yeah, we would hang out. We would all hang out. At some point, there has to be some kind of like alternate universe where all of us <laughs> are like in in Delaware somehow. Um, I love how the alternate universe you still chose Delaware. Yeah, Delaware's a great place to be. Have you looked outside? It's gorgeous this time of year. It's beautiful. It is nice. It is nice. We're, ha- we're having, nice. B- bringing it back to the topic, we're having an amazing fall. 
Like we haven't had this nice of a fall in Delaware. I can't even remember in how long. Like some years it just jumps straight into winter. But th- we've had all of these colors everywhere all over with from the from the trees and it's been gorgeous. It's so nice just being outside right now. And I plan to take advantage of it sometime next week if I can fit it in between like mom's medical stuff. I intend to go back to Mount Misery and hike it. And it'll be nice to do it. See how I compare three years after the first time I did it. Like where, where, my where, body holds up. Where is that? Is that actually called Mount Misery? It's actually called Mount Misery. Okay, I was like, I was like, because I've never been to Mount Cuba, and I kind of wanted to go there. It was a. It was. It started on my birthday, my 40th birthday, and I was a. Uh, well, I wasn't having a good birthday because obviously 40 and stuff. But it was a weird joke where I was like thinking about like I want to hike a mountain. I'm gonna hike a mountain, and I want it to be a painful mountain. So what would be a painful mountain to hike that I can get to in a day? And I was looking for a death mountain like Zelda. Um, and there actually is a death mountain, but it was too far away. So I was putting in other names that were like rough, <laughs> brutal sounding hiking titles. And I actually yeah. found Mount Misery. I was like, Mount Misery, I'm going there. And I went and I scaled it and my legs hurt like heck for the like, <laughs> next couple of days. Um, it was a brutal climb, surprisingly. It's like very steep. Yeah. And I did it, but... I did that back when I was like there. Now I'm older. Is that, is that Pennsylvania or New York? It's in PA. It's, yeah. near, it's actually near King of Prussia. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a. It's. It's. I was saying it's real hilly around there. Mm-hmm. The, um, it I, goes. When I was a younger, God, I must have been fourteen or fifteen. Um, I did a. I did a report in school f- about. Um, uh, oh, what is that? It's in. Is it Rhode Island or is it Maine? The um, Acadia National Park. Mm-hmm. And it was like I did a report just on it because it seemed really cool. And so we went as a family and went camping up there. And I uh, I I couldn't get my dad to go, uh, but I convinced my mom and my brother. I think my sister came too to go uh, to hike up Cadillac Mountain, which is the highest peak up there. And it was a lot of fun. It was really really cool. But I remember it took all day. <laughs> it took all day. We were, but it feels so rewarding when you're done. Oh, you're like, we, I, we did it. There's all these different paths on the map. We're like, oh, let's do the the hard path. And it was actually like wasn't really hard. It was just like it was just a lot of fun. Like a bunch of big rocks to climb over, and the path wasn't always like really um, wasn't really marked very well. And when uh, we got to the top, we're like, oh, we got we got to walk back. We didn't have a car, so um, obviously we hiked up it. So we took the easy road back, and it was so boring because it was like it was one road just straight down. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we should have took the hard road back. That would have been a lot more interesting, but it probably would have been out way too late. Of course, me being 14 Yay. and my mom being much older, I'd be like, she, she she stuck with it. She hung in there. She didn't want to show that weakness. Like, I mean, nope, I got this. Son. She, she just go. didn't want to see us die on the mountain. <laughs> that is also true. That is also true. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that, that's a lot of fun. That's something I should, I should look for. Um, that'd be a lot of fun to do. I want to get Ollie into like a backpack and just like carry him uh, up these things. Once, once he's like... Yeah. Once he's cool with like being carried for a while without like needing like oh wait I want to you know I want about I want my book now wait nope I want a nap now. <laughs> the naps yeah, are you yeah, to, the naps are tough <laughs> but you gotta choose routes where it's not you don't out there too long because if he gets fussy at hour three you got three <laughs> hours to walk back yeah you're gonna have a bad time yeah that'd be tough keep it, keep it small it's hard enough in the car <laughs> mm-hmm. see yeah all right so we're we're talking about fall flavors here um, I've actually I, I picked some some interesting things here uh all over the, I, it's all over the board to be honest with you and, and um some some with stories some without so but what, what do you have for us i think mine are all sound based because 
at least one or two one of these i've never even played the game before though it's sitting on my shelf proper but it is also the track that inspired me to want to put this track on the table because it's been sitting on a post-it note in my house for over a year maybe two years and it was like finally i can take it off the list and like crumble the paper up hmm. so this is a track it may have been come from a person it may have come from dialogue i don't know where it came from but i love it um this is from the game paper mario color splash from the wii u and the track title is called cherry lake composers being takeru konozaki shigemitsu goto and fumihiro isobe I like oh that's good. Told you this. Uh, I don't. I don't mess around. That's uh, this Mario paints. I, I mean, like the, the the drummer in that, like the, the the percussion is just so like it's it's very syncopated, which is a little unexpected because it, but it all fits really nicely. It's really sweet. Yes, I like that. And that track that everyone's listening to that Rob is very much enjoying yeah. is Cherry Lake from the game Paper Mario Color Splash, composed by Takeru. Kanazaki, Shigemitsu Goto, and Fumihiro Isobe. Uh, so, for those not in the know, this is a Paper Mario style game, um, but this was in the Paper Mario vein once they kind of trickled away further from the RPG elements and gave you more of a, just call it a resource collection for your battling. In this case, you collect paint, and you battle using cards that also utilize the paint. So you like hit an enemy with a hammer attack that utilizes green paint. <laughs> hit a guy's weak to green paint, and there's a there's some stuff going on in this game that I've only um, noticed from the back of the box and watching video because yeah, it's in my backlog. Big whoop, wanna fight about it? Uh, and that's fun, you know. That's the benefit to having a lot of games. If I ever find a miracle of a time, you know, uh, uh, a gap in time, I can just play them. But instead, I'm going to probably end up playing Control and like a dragon during my pocket in time uh but anyway i love this track it does give me that sensation of a fall vibe or a relaxing outdoor stroll and the actual area this plays in actually has a bit of a fall motif to it too you know like like the uh, i guess like the orangish yellow coloring of the ground and the trees and the enemies you fight shy guys yeah because nothing nothing says fall like shy guys anyway um I just, I love everything about this. And in fact, 
I bought Mario Color Splash because it's typical, you know, gotta get all the Mario games, but I wasn't very enthusiastic about the whole idea behind it, but this music and some tracks I listened to after listening to this mm. made me feel a little more like I want to try. Like, this won't be Sticker Star. This will be better. Sticker Star is not good. Um, Like, this will be better than that. I just gotta make the time to play it. And unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on what, how much time you got in your life, the game machine continues to march on. There's yeah, always yeah, something yeah, new. Yeah. yeah, you have to decide at some point that every game after this point in time, I'm not going to care about anymore, and I'm just going to play all the ones before. And I feel like I did that about 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> 30 years ago. Hades, uh, that was Street Fighter's right there. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I, I, I remember Alpha 2. That was fun. I played that. What am I playing tomorrow? Alpha 3. Yeah, Alpha 3. I mean, that game still rules. Like, yeah. yeah. I, and I and kid you not, I have thought about that. Like, the original intent I had was to say that the Nintendo Switch would be the last console I quote-unquote collected games for. I remember you saying Nintendo that Switch on our show. Over. Yeah. yeah, and I still feel like that's somewhat happened because I don't stockpile PS5 games, and I certainly don't stockpile Xbox Series X games. Uh, I just kind of get games where I'm like, I think I'm going to try to play that, and I tell myself I'm going to do it. I haven't yeah. been the most successful, but hmm. it's night and day compared to where I would get like 55 games and just not and just sit <laughs> on them. So, I think when the Switch is done, I really will be more akin to saying like, you know. I don't have time for that. I'm not going to play it. When the Switch is done, like you have so many games on the Switch you've never even played, you can just, you know, that, that's just it. That's your life from now on. You know. Just, oh, exactly. Yeah. But I'll still, but when I say the Switch is done, I mean like I still like to say I want that for my Switch collection. I yeah. want that for my Switch collection. Sure, 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 sure. I, I, I get that. Um, yeah, so speaking of which, a lot of my tracks are a bit on the older side, which they usually are. Um, my next track is from, like I was trying to think of games visually that I've played that feels very natural outdoorsy fall um and so i thought of okami for the playstation 2 there's a lot of scenes in that game where you're running through um leaves and there's like you know lots of things blowing in the air and it just really gives that vibe i never finished it because it turned into a -a collect-a-thon it felt like and it just wasn't enough to keep me interested to keep playing other than like look for the hidden things and I'm like I don't want to ever want to do that <laughs> I just want to find more interesting it just it didn't hold my attention anymore uh, but I, I really love the love the style and I love the uh, the gameplay and the gameplay idea so we're going to listen to music from the Dragon Palace from Okami for the PlayStation 2 <laughs>
We listen to music from a game Okami for the PlayStation 2. This piece is called The Dragon Palace. This one's composed by Ray Kondo. There's many other composers on this, but I, I know that he, uh, he or she um, composed this one. And I really like it. The music in this game is really cool. Really, really atmospheric. Yeah, I do like the vibe that this is producing, especially because I wager that you are technically probably combating like evil spirits while it's playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All the yeah, there's there's all the music is very like in this vibe, no matter where you are in the game. It's all for me. This track, it's all about the wood block. I don't know what it is, man. That that kind of incidental percussion that happens is really fun to me. Because like you get like oh like oh, I like the strings. Oh, the flute's really nice. But there's like all of a sudden a click. I'm like oh, that's cool. <laughs> I wonder if there, I feel like I need to double back. But I wonder if this was like one of Capcom's last great games. Of last comic games? Yeah, yeah you know they make other games. No, they do. But there was a period where Cap, where Capcom put out a lot of games, and they yeah. just like really tapered off, and it was like every once in a while. I do. For, um, I do always forget that Okami was Capcom because yeah. Uh, uh, what was the guy? What was that? Was the was the wolf's name? Igarasu. Amaterasu. Amaterasu. Yeah, because she was in. <laughs> she was playable in Marvel vs. Capcom three. Sometimes that's all it takes to remember. Like for a split second, I was like, "Was Phoenix right a, Mar- a Capcom character?" And yeah. I was like, "Yep, he was in Marvel Capcom." Was he, that's how was I was. He in a versus fighter. Yeah, there it was. There it is. <laughs> Is that character a character? Is that a Capcom game? Were they in a versus fighter? Most likely. Yeah. Were I, they a cameo at least? There it is. When I saw, so I saw Amaratsu, Amatara, uh, that Okami. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just call it Amaterasu Okami. Uh, uh, and when I saw that character in Marvel versus Capcom 3, I got really excited. In the same way that I was excited about Marvel versus Capcom when I learned that I could play a Street Fighter style game as Mega Man. That's why I bought it. Yeah. That was one of the first fighters I ever dropped coin on. And and then you play it, and I'm like, oh, wow, Mega Man's not as good in this game as I thought he would be. Yeah, I, I will yeah. admit he should have been way better than they made him. But, Very hey, Tornado Hole so. was pretty sweet. That and that punch he had, like the uppercut punch. Oh, the uppercut's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, that's what he's got. And his super was good, too. Yeah. The, he wasn't the, that hyper, bad. The, the drill and hyper Mega Man were both good attacks. Yeah. But, yeah, oh, no, I do find it weird that I feel like they underutilized Mega Man like they had him in um, Super Smash Brothers yeah and what I thought would have been cool is if they had like two or three Mega Man and the Mega Man would be based off of a combination of Mega Man weapons that he got in the game instead of just the one set they gave him I thought it would have been cool it was like okay this Mega Man actually gets the Shadow Blade mm-hmm. the spear the, the laser trident da 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 and this one gets the wood shield and these things it would just been kind of fun to just be like I want to use this cool Mega Man I want to make this use this build of Mega Man it's, it's, it's Mega tough Man. because there's like Mega Man's got so many weapons to choose from right so if he was if they were to put him in a game they can't be like okay well this is like he's got all the weapons from Mega Man 1 this guy's got all the Mega, weapons from Mega Man 2 like that's that's a lot to keep track of when I'm so much just all the ones from X Mega Man, just more like okay, build, 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 mix and max. Build a build a build a better Mega Man, like <laughs> build a bot. Some you, you walk build into, a bot. You go to the you go in the mall and you build a build 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 a Rock Man. Build a Rock Man workshop. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, know, you can have a you can have Mega Man. You can have a uh, a Proto Man. You can have a uh, Zero. You have Bass Bass. Best, yeah. And that could have been how they differentiated them even too. They yeah. didn't want to have them all be Mega Man. Yeah. It could have been like this Mega Man. Mega Man has this set. 
Roll has this set, and mm. Proto Man has this set, and then bam! I gotta tell you, man, that, that's 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 two of the games in the collection are, are um, the Mega Man arcade fighter. What's it called? Uh, oh, Rock Man, the Power Battles. Yeah, Power Battles and Power Battles Two. Like that's just that's tough. <laughs> Those are hard. Those are really they're hard. They're fun though. I like the they're quick, but they're fun. Yeah, they're quick because it's just you're just it's just boss battles. And for me, like the boss battles are cool, but I always like playing through the stages. So it's like, get rid of the stages, just play boss battles. I'm like, yeah, it loses something. Yeah, it really does. Which, by the way, Capcom, where's Mega Man 12? You saw people liked 11. Give us 12. It's yeah, been 11. a while now. 11 was cool. Yes, I, it was. I, I didn't even really bother with the double gear system, but I didn't find it bad. I just was like, I didn't want to think of another <laughs> thing. I just wanted yeah. to run and gun. All right, what's your what's your next track to choose from here? Okay, I feel like if Paper Mario Cherry Lake was fall at the dawn of the day, yeah. this track oh, like in my this. mind, at least when I chose it, was probably fall at night. Cool. Uh, this is from the game Etrian Odyssey 1, and the track title is The Azure Rainforest, and is composed by Yuzo Koshiro. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, it is pronounced. Or is it? <laughs> yes. O- Odyssey is one of those words that, like, I just, I just let. I just let auto autocorrect fix me on that one every time. <laughs> like there's no Odyssey, there's Odyssey. no way I'm gonna spell it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to the Azure Rainforest from the game Etrian Odyssey, released originally on the Nintendo DS, composed by Yuzo Koshiro. So I'm not going to go here and make up a whole story about how this environment in this game is totally fall-like, because it is not. It is a blue, crystal-like rainforest environment with enemies that will make you pull your hair out, just like any other freaking area of Etrian Odyssey, for that matter, so no surprise there. But 
It's specifically the melody to me. Yeah. That seems really cool. It feels like a nice fall evening walking by a lake and this is playing. Mm. I can see myself posting up on a tree and just kind of taking it all in, looking <laughs> up at the stars, which I like doing during the fall, it's, believe oh, it or not. This is great. This is really, really good. It's not just atmospheric. Like, I was talking about like the, the melody, the, the chords, they land in, in unexpected ways, and it's all mm-hmm. very pleasing. And uh, Koshiro did something with his soundtrack where he just went back and like to make things sound closer to the PC-98 and, and specifically the like his RPG stuff from the PC-98 like his from Ease 1 and 2 it's really mm-hmm. it's really cool um, it, in a it modern did, it way went a yeah. long, it went a long way to making me love these games like when I first bought the original Etrian Odyssey I was addicted to it it was this it was, it was a sense of being able to play the type of game that I missed out on as a child because back then I didn't understand what I would like about them, so I just avoided all that kind of stuff. So a lot of those people... And also, I didn't have a PC. That's the other big part. Yeah. Uh, so having access to this game now where it's like, hey, here's this cool dungeon crawler where you have to draw your own map and it's got music that sounds a lot like the music and games did at that time uh, done by someone that I, I've come to love as far as music is concerned it's got the challenge of those kinds of games i'm ready sign me up and i've been a follower of those that series ever since they have since tapered off though after the basically after the ds disappeared because maybe it was because they were like there's no two two screens so without the two screens how are we going to have the whole mapping and drawing and then they end up releasing the Etrian Odyssey collection, so we'll see if that re- re- revives the franchise. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Even if it I, doesn't, I've got seven Etrian Odyssey games sitting over here, so whatever. As much as I love um, not just this this song, but like the, the sound of it, the, the instrumentation of it, I would love to hear an arranged version of this for like a piano or a piano and string kind of quartet situation on an updated version of this game. I think an arranged soundtrack of, of this music would, would sound really, really cool. So they I mean, might have it. Yeah, so they might, they might I haven't listened yeah, to the yeah. OST, because, but Etrian Odyssey Untold is a remake of the first game, mm. which this is from, so they might have done an arrangement of it for that game. I haven't listened to the soundtrack to know that. Yeah, I'll have to look around for that. Yeah, I forgot this is for the DS, right? Nintendo DS? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so Great. so good, and then the, the, this, there's like a second movement to it too, which has like. A- oh, what do you know? You might you could almost make this your bonus round as your rainforest piano cover. I might do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so my next track, my next track is completely different from everything else we played. Um, I actually I picked my first track just so that I can kind of match the the tone of your music, but this I think of the fall. I think of going back to school, you know. Like did, summer's did, over, did, you're going did, back did. to school, and like, and like you, you've been back for a month or so, and you're getting back into the swing of things, and then it turns to fall. And what did I do when I was in high school? I guess it wasn't high school. I guess it was a few years before. I would come home with my friends, and we would turn on the Genesis, and we would play Road Rash for hours. So we're gonna listen to some music from Road Rash, Sierra Nevada, composed by Rob Hubbard.
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the track I, is good. I can do it for eight minutes. I don't give a crap. Yeah. But if I don't like the track, it's annoying. Yeah, I'm actually going to cut it, cut it. Not cut it short, but we're going to listen to a bit more here. But this is Sierra Nevada from the game Road Rash. The first Road Rash for the Sega Genesis. Music composed by Rob Hubbard. Classic Rob Hubbard. Heavy FM synth guitar sound. Um, I love that sound. It's so crazy. And, and uh, yeah, all I these like little it. pitch bends on the, on the guitar solo is so cool. It's making me nostalgic for this game. I haven't touched a Road Rash game in a very long time. Yeah, and I know yeah, yeah, it was definitely they up did that Road day, Redemption. Yeah. Like that Road Redemption game came out. I remember we, I remember we were playing that for a bit at uh, Ed Wilson's house, and I just can't get behind that game. It did that thing where they're like, "Hey, how do we make a game last forever? Let's make it roguelike with randomly generated tracks." Yeah, and I was like, "No, this is no." It's weird I even say that because if you look back on Road Rash, the tracks were not randomly generated, mm. but I can't think of a friend that played it that remembered the turns and such <laughs> on the track. You couldn't <laughs> remember those courses. Yeah, the, the, the course didn't matter. Just staying on the road was all that was important. Staying on the road and beating up everybody else. Uh, road, yep. road Rash was, was motorcycle racing plus combat, and that, that's what made it work. Um, Which in its own right would make you yeah. think that I wouldn't care about the roguelike element of redemption because I'm like, hey, I just need to stay on the bike and beat people up. <laughs> so, or maybe it was just something else that I did that didn't click with me, but my brain gravitated towards the roguelike part. I don't know. Maybe I should revisit it. But at that time, I was just like, ah, I need real road rash. I don't need this. This I mean, ain't cutting it. I'm, I'm, I never want. Excuse me. I never want to knock um, roguelike elements of, especially shoehorned into games that don't have that have never like styles of games that never had them before because it can be successful and it could work really well. But in those case, oh. in this case, I feel like it's not unnecessary, right? Like it's not 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 something you're not something it really needs. Yeah, yeah. I, I can I see that being the case because if you did remember the track, then you'd be able to plan around the track. And if you don't remember the track, then you're just gonna drive like we do other road rash games. So yeah. the need to rogue like it just kind of hurts some of the track design. I don't know. It's just. A gooba gooba. That's the best word I can come up with. I just made that word up. A gooba gooba. A gooba gooba. A gooba gooba. Just do it. <laughs> so I was saying to, to Pernell on our, on our live stream on YouTube, I have had to take this track down and cut in a couple others just because people don't like sitting through like eight minute long tracks. And for a retro game, game you know, radio station, people want three, four minutes tops. Um, so I'm like, okay. Except for, unless it's Tim Fallon. People want like all the Tim Fallon they can get. But for not some, like but about the, good old Red Rash um, and uh, some of the music from Outrun, you know, Magical Sound Shower and um, Last, they, they just uh, they're just too long, too long for the station. So, I mean, unfortunately, but yeah. sometimes, and it's interesting because if you like the track, then eight minutes is nothing. You can handle that because you like yeah. what you're bopping to. Oh, there if are, you don't like yeah, the track, yeah. you're like, God, why is this eight minutes? I'll get to the good stuff again. The, the chat was really upset about any music from Tiny Toons games. They were unhappy with Tiny Toons. Really? Yeah. It was like... Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I it, love the music from the Tiny Toons games. I know. That's what I said. I'm like, I'm leaving some of it in, but I'll take some of it out. But I'm leaving, I'm leaving most of it in. <laughs> That makes me sad. I'm shoot. I love Buster's Hidden Treasure. I like uh, Buster. What? Freaking Buster Bust Loose. Yep. I like the, the NES Tiny Toons music. Yeah, play that. Play. I played that one to death. Yeah. It's just maybe. It's just not as much nostalgia out there for it, you know. So, so I had to take it down. Take some of it down anyway. But I was like, um, uh, Spike McFang. You know, a lot of people didn't uh, like that. It's just too. It's too goofy. Too you know, it's just too goofy. Um, people. People. <laughs> people. I, come I on. Don't. 
people, on, you people. got you got to listen to your soundtracks. I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> <laughs> or at best, put your soundtrack in a cool burlap shack. <laughs> All right, bro. What's your next track? All right, so just call what you want. This could be a parody track. This could be a what the hoople track. But I don't care. All right, it fit. So what else can you consider to be a major part of full? Pumpkin spice. Yeah. What does pumpkin spice come from? Partially. Pumpkins. What has pumpkins? Pumpkin hill. Okay. You're, Sonic you're, Adventure you're, 2. You're getting louder and louder. Oh, oh, Pumpkin Hill? Okay. Yeah, That's I know that great. song. <laughs> I looked it up today. And we're going to play it right <laughs> now, baby. All right, Pumpkin we Hill. We got from Sonic Adventure 2 a ghost pumpkin soup <laughs> composed by Tomoya Otani with vocals by Hunted P. We're at Pumpkin Hill, you ready? I ain't gonna let it get to me, I'm just gonna creep Down in Pumpkin Hill, I got to find my lost feet I know that it's here, I can sense it in my feet The great Emerald It's not bad, but it did not hit Sonic at all it's, it's, it's pretty good, actually It's just, it's like, look at this, I'll mention it on the oh, show yeah. probably but Listening to it in the modern, I'm like, I can work with this a bit when I played Sonic Adventure 2, I hated every single knuckle stage. I'll talk about the show proper. No, it's cool. I'm rolling. <laughs> Are you recording? Why not? I thought our reaction was pretty good. <laughs> oh, hey, my name is Nook. Yo, I got breaking seat. I'm going to put you in the head with some pumpkin seeds. I'm going, yeah. Gonna he, he, sound, he, he sounds like something to me. He sounds like... He's rapping. No, I mean, I know, but he sounds like a specific rapper. I can't think of who it would be, but yeah. he definitely has a distinct sound. But I, I, mean, I guess you kind of recorded Some, pretty one, much one, already, of, like, one of the members of the Wu-Tang. He sounds like a Wu-Tang. He sounds like a Wu-Tang. He sounds like Raekwon or something. Yeah. On <laughs> But like, I, like, I may, you may have caught it when, when you said you were recording, but yeah, like, when, at the time of Sonic Adventure 2... And I, and I, now Sonic Adventure One, I wanted. I think it was just normal music. It's just you still hated the Knuckles levels. But in Sonic Adventure Two, I was all about the Jun Sanoe butt rock. Oh so yeah. So I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then every time a Knuckles level comes, oh come on, wasn't his rap track? I want to get back to the guitars. So I didn't really connect with this character or any of the music that was played on his stages hmm. back then. I just wanted to skip them. But listening to them outside of the game, yeah. without wanting to listen to the next Green Forest, you know, or Cosmic, you know, whatever that track was called, Cosmic Chaos or something. Um, I now I'm comfortable. Like, okay, I could do this. I, I admit I am going to joke about the vocals sometimes because I just can't help it. My name's Knuckles. I'm going to punch you. See, <laughs> something about that. I it sounds stop. like my name's Knuckles. I'm going to knock you out, and steal your car. And then I'm gonna blow <laughs> your no house chaos, up. Bro. I did five years in prison. And I'm out just to kill you. <laughs> you know? Some chaos emeralds, baby. <laughs> Sounds good. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I I, well, if I got chaos emeralds and I'm here to have fun, mm. but like it's just so it works. Like now it works, and I'm down with it. I like. Yeah, I like these tracks. Now, if only I didn't have to search for a bunch of rocks on a, a hide-and-go-seek stage, it'd be even better. I get that. I mean, like, a, a Sonic game, a, a Sonic Adventure had already come out. So this is Sonic Adventure 2. You have, like, an expectation of what a Sonic music is going to be. And, mm-hmm. and and then this comes on. I fully 
get the disconnect. <laughs> I was it was a huge disconnect. For yeah. me. I can't I can't do this. So every level of his I couldn't do. Uh-huh. Rouge's was sort of similar in that regard, but I didn't mind those so much. But I wasn't similar to Knuckles levels. I was like ah. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so, uh, my, yeah, so my next track is also a little on the nose. Um, this is uh, from tap, the, tap. the Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons. Oh. For the Game Boy Color. This is Maple's theme. Um, this is hmm. by, uh, I don't have the full composer. It's just by Pure. She's Canadian. Pure Sound. Yes, Canadian. <laughs> nothing, nothing says fall like Canada. So here we go. <laughs> Just just as silly as maybe maybe a little bit as silly as as uh, the rapping echidna. Yeah, name's Knuck. Yeah, so I never I never played Oracle of Seasons. Uh, have you? Oh, it's a great game. It's a good one. Yeah, I, I love Game Boy Zelda. Game Boy Zelda's fun. I concur. There, it's something about um. I don't know. Those games were developed by Capcom for the most part. At least they had a large bit of involvement from Capcom. And as a result of that involvement, the games kind of stood in their own way from other Zelda games in the series, I believe. Mm. And they just hold a special place in my heart, especially the Oracle games. I bought them on my first trip to Chicago at Oak Orchard Mall, and it was just something fun about connecting that to like my first airplane ride, my first trip out of the Eastern Time Zone and all that. And then having the password, the link between the two games. It was just a really cool oh, concept. They I made a so mistake. The, the composers are actually Minako Adachi and Kiyohiro Sada. The important part yeah. is we all learned a valuable list. Right, yeah. Don't trust the first thing you read on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> there it goes. You know, you're doing, trying to be professional. You know, you're trying to... <laughs> my name's Knuckles. I'm being professional. See, I'm going to vet my end career weary. See, something. Oh, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna um, hide my shame and turn this track down. And we're gonna go right into what we call the bonus round. My name's Knuckles, <laughs> and this is the bonus. <laughs> round. Okay, that's my last time doing it. I swear. <laughs> I don't trust you. I don't believe it. It is. It is. I don't want the listeners to get upset. Like, what's this guy's problem? He's cracked out on Knuckles. Um, the bonus round is where we play covers and arrangements. And remixes based on our theme. I'm really tempted to go for that Etrian Odyssey. I'm going to look it up, uh, that, that arrangement. But um, what, what do you have for us? Okay, so my, I figure I can't have an episode where we're talking about fall stuff and not conclude it with what I always consider to be one of the biggest in, um, indications of fall in a video game. And that is Super Mario World yeah. when you unlock the special areas or rather, when you clear the special areas and you unlock the Koopa Troopas that wear the Mario mask, like Halloween, mm-hmm. and a lot of the levels to, um, take on fall colors, pumpkin plants and stuff. I don't know why they chose specifically to make everything fall-esque, I think but it they was, did. I think it was uh, the color palette was easy to do on this NES. 
I mean, if that's the that's case, I'll guess. take it. That's my guess. At least it would explain it. But yeah. it was a weird yet really awesome twist that they rewarded you with when you beat the special world. I only wish you could flip it back because once you do it, there's no going back. Um, but this is a cover of the athletic theme from Super Mario World. Athletic theme banjo and guitar duel by Dr. Pez. Like the candy. Oh, all right. Welcome back. Did it there? I like that track. It was played. This is from Super Mario World. It's the athletic theme banjo and guitar duel done by Dr. Pez. The weird part is I could tell it was different, but it did sound a lot like the original track, which is a testament, I guess, to how good they was being played, too. But I just liked it. And I love the athletic theme in Super Mario World. Originally, I was trying to find a remix of the Donut Planes, but then I realized that when looped, the overworld stage themes are bland. Like they're good for when you listen to them in the game. Yeah. But if you're just listening to just that, you have no desire. To and I didn't want to use the donut planes from Mario Kart because I don't care. I'm not talking about Mario Kart. I'm talking about Mario World. So, ta-da! That's why you got this athletic jam mm. by Dr. Pez. And I am a big sucker for banjos, too. I wish more <laughs> people covered things with yeah, banjos. Not, was that guy. Not, not something I expected you to say. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there was that guy that did the music for uh, Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom who played the banjo, mm -hmm. and he was great. I think his name was like, uh, funny enough, I think his name was Ollie. Uh, <laughs> so it was like, it was like, he was really good. But yeah, so I, I do like the banjo. I'm a sucker for banjo play, and it doesn't come up frequently enough, in my opinion. Mm. So opportunity arise, I'm going to play it. Um. Yeah, I think th there's a guy called Banjo Guy. Yeah, I think his name is Banjo Guy Ali. He's pretty good. Banjo Guy Ali. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy, the Banjo Guy. <laughs> that's the Banjo Guy Ali. So I originally had a remix of Pumpkin Hill <laughs> from Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> and I'm getting rid of that because I enjoyed the music from Metroid Odyssey so much. We're going to listen to the arranged version of from Etrian Odyssey Untold, which you're saying is the remake of the original? Yeah, it was on 3DS. They gave it a more of a plot that involved actual written characters mm -hmm. instead of you creating a party. 
Okay. Well, this is um this is this is a, a cover or arrangement of the Azure Rainforest. This is called the Millennial Azure Woodlands. Um, again, composed by Yuso Koshira. That is what I wanted to hear. That was incredible. What a cool arrangement. That's um, composed and arranged by Yuso Koshiro from Etrian Odyssey Untold, the Millennial Azure Woodlands. That is awesome. Hearing them back to back is really cool too. I really enjoyed that. That's right. I really, yeah. really liked that a lot. Yuso Koshiro didn't come here to play. Yeah. He came here to play. He came here for us to play is what he came here to do. Yeah. Wow, like, that's so me- good. It messes with me because I you notice a lot of people like yeah I, I love Yuzo Koshiro and you're like what do you like about him they're like Streets of Rage two it's like what else and they're like that's it Streets of Rage two is good is very very good it's very good but, but he's got some I, he, he's got stuff like this he's got stuff like um like like the the E series he's got stuff on I think he did some stuff for some racing games like Ridge Racer five like like just re- like heavy heavy EDM style stuff. So he's a tour de force. Yeah, he's got a lot of lot of talent, a lot of different talents. Um, that's what that's what you want in a game composer, just multi talented. That's right, and that's why I will always be a stand. Can't believe I just did that. Yeah, I'll say it. (laughs) I'll always be a stand for Yuzo Koshiro. He's a he's a goat. Yeah, you can say it. You can say he's a stand goat. That's right. He stands on two legs. (laughs) Has two horns. Runs up a mountain. He has two horns. Runs up a mountain. (laughs) 
And he does enjoy eating a good can every now and then. Well, for more information on the bonus round, please go to rhythmandpixels.com. We'll have links to the artist's Bandcamp SoundClouds and uh, I guess Yusa Shakiro. Yusa Koshiro's got a Twitter feed we can link you to. That's pretty good. So you can check that out too. Rob, Rob, you mean X. Uh, Don't even go to that (laughs) site anymore. No, 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 it's Absolutely, for real, I deleted the app off my phone. I wasn't, I'm like, I'm done. Oh, blame you. Yeah. I don't blame you. I could have a whole dialogue about why mm-hmm. I totally validate. Rhythm and Pixels uh, has, has no presence on there anymore. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Let alone myself. So anyway, um, yeah, go to rhythmandpixels.com, our website, not X, formerly Twitter. Thanks for joining us on episode 37-5 of Rhythm and Pixels, Fall Flavors, Pumpkin Spice Lattes, Apple hot, Cider, Apple Cider Hot Soup with Sweet apple Potatoes, donut. Apple Donuts, Ooh, love an Apple Donut, Apple Spaghetti, <laughs> Apple Milkshake, Apple Cereal, Apple Meatballs, Apple Custard, <laughs> Apple Shrimp. Apple Apple. I, I think we broke Purnell. Did you say Apple <laughs> Apple Appleton? Apple Apples. <laughs> apple noodles. Apple noodles. Apple ramen. I, I, I did get a vegetable spiralizer and I spiralized a sweet potato and I stuck it in the air fryer and I made sweet like I made spiral fries. Uh you know. Uh, cur- cur- like, essentially cur- curly fries. And it was pretty it was pretty great. Um maybe I'll spiralize and uh uh, apple. Let's see what that does. I think it'd come out pretty good, especially if you dust some cinnamon on it. Yeah, that'd be nice. Cinnamon apple. Cinnamon. Apple cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> cinnamon. Apple cinnamon. Cinnamon apple. Okay. Apple milk. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> apple milk. Apple milk. I, don't know why that, I don't know why that sounds weird to me, but it kind of does. Apple butter. Oh. Apple jelly bean. Apple fro. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you want to get in touch with us, if you, want, if, if you have a topic suggestion, a track suggestion, please send us an email. Apple email. I mean, um, rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com. And for a full track listing of this episode and of access to all of our episodes, please go to our website. www.rhythmandpixels.com. And um, if you want to get listen to more video game music while at work or on the go, go to youtube.com slash rhythmandpixels. We have a 24-7 um, a radio station that just plays non-stop 8-bit and 16-bit music. It's curated by Pernell and myself. Um, I just kind of rotate the playlist every once in a while and add and remove tracks here and there. But yeah, it's it's really, you know, it's not, you're not going to hear like random tracks that are like two seconds long. It's it's all it's all good stuff. So check that out there. Um, if you want to support the show, you can help us out by going to Patreon. Patreon.com slash Rhythm and Pixels. As a member there, you get access to uh, live streams that we do, like uh, exclusive live streams just for our audience. At higher levels, there you get stuff like there's stickers, mugs, exclusive T-shirts. And then we also like to thank members of our Patreon at the highest tiers at the end of every episode. So I want to thank uh, Brooke, uh, Corey Clark, 
and Khalid. The three of you, thank you so, so much. Thank you very, very much. Also much wanna, appreciated. Very, very much appreciated. I want to thank uh, Kristen, GameFan44. Thank you. Uh, Martyrus, host of the ReVGM podcast. Mike Myers, Antmaster. Brian Pitt, Cameron Worma, Carlos, Kung Fu Carlito of the Heroes 3 podcast. Chris Wisner, a.k.a. Musashi219. A wise guy. Check him out on Twitter, at Musashi219. He's playing uh, classic RPGs. My thanks to Christopher Senstrom, host of Gameable Audio Podcast, Davy Cakes, David Good, David Taylor, and Chaletta Brigol, Harold Howard, Triple Jeff, Justin Schneider, host of XVGM Radio, Keith Shusterman, Rage Cage, host of the VGM Porium Podcast, which, oh my God, I've completely forgotten that I, have, <laughs> I was going to do his show. Coming up on 100, too. Oh, maybe I'll be on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think you could if you said to me, you know, uh, hey, congratulations on episode 100. Well, we were, we were planning on doing a show, and I completely flubbed on it, and he never got back to me, and I never got back to him. Uh, I picked out tracks and everything. I want to thank to uh, Reinhard Silkova. Thank you to Steve Miller. Thanks to Taco and Zach Thornbach. All of you and many, many more, thank you very much for continuing to support our little show. Uh, we're going to keep it going. It's a little bit more sporadic. Um, trying to find the time for uh, a personal life is difficult for both of us right now. Pernell's got a new job. I'm very excited, happy for him. But there's a lot going on in his life. And, uh, this is some life. It's going to say it sounds goofy, but this is life changing stuff for me. Yeah. And I'm trying to genuinely figure out what the heck I'm going <laughs> to do. It's big, big stuff. And for me, it's one small, very loud change. <laughs> That's, adorable change though uh, oh god he's so cute um yeah it's, it's super true yeah super cute um but yeah so yeah so it, episodes are a little sporadic but we are we're trying to get them in so because um, we love doing the show it's a good time and i hope that you still enjoy it because it is a lot of fun to record these and um and if, if what you like about the show is me and pernell don't worry me and pernell still hang out <laughs> <laughs> if, we're we're not, still if we're not doing the show, it's fine. <laughs> I do admit, though, I need to get off my butt. I've been really bad with the Discord lately. I don't know. I I I, mean, who am I, I know what it is. I've just been like bouncing around like a Mad Hatter, oh, and yeah. I never stop and look at the phone. I know for that extended. I know what time. I know who it is. Right, it's everyone oh. in our Discord. You just can't stand to look at them anymore. You're well, like, first of all, you're out your gosh darn mind. <laughs> I think I think we have great from fans and friends on this show. No, like, no, I like. I'm just being. Goofy. What, what's up? I know you are. I'm just messing. But like, I uh, like what'll happen is like I'll just be like, oh, I need to go check the Discord, and I'll see some dialogue has happened, and I'll try to respond to like everything in one particular channel or two, and then I'm gone for a little bit, and I'll respond to a bunch of messages on one <laughs> particular channel or two. It's like I need to just be more consistent. But maybe in the next week or two, like I said, because I'm going to have two weeks off from work. Too. and That's i great. look oh i'm looking forward to it like i have i'm like i tend to I need, like i need to come up with some games i want to play through or at least try to put some time into and it was funny at first i was like i need to see what people think what do you think i should play and then i thought about, i was like i don't even need suggestions i already know what i want to play ask libra i want to finish that i want to get as far into yeah. like a dragon as i can but the sequel ask library i love it ask libra <laughs> ask libra <laughs> what kind of game, yeah. <laughs> library. But oh, I thought they shut that place down. <laughs> um no. But no, nah, those two, and then there was like one other. Oh, control. Matt mentioned control. Oh, and right. I was you like, you know, control. I started playing Alan. Yeah, and with Alan Wake 2 being really good, 
there's like a direct connection to those games that not just from that game itself, mm-hmm. but they also have it in Alan Wake 2 where I'm like, I wouldn't mind seeing like, the rest of that play out, man. Every game I've finished, you should try to finish. <laughs> <laughs> so it's almost like you're like, if I can finish it, you have no excuse. Yeah, control controls in your controls in your like you can you can finish that. Um But the thing is I don't think you did the weird junk I did. Like I would just walk up to the walls and read every motivational poster that they had hanging in the office. Offices, I, for example. The only thing I couldn't do was read all of the lore that was left lying around because there was too much of it. of it. There's too much of it. Uh, but like all of like the little like little stuff on the outside, like the posters and, and like little things like that. Yeah, I'm totally into that. That was fun. Um, but eventually, I just I just really enjoyed just exploring the um, like the architecture of of the game. It was really interesting. And they did some really cool, weird stuff in Alan Wake too. Like without spoiling it for anybody, because you won't know the context of this. They do a scene where the human that acts for Alan Wake is in the game on a talk show. Like it's an actual live talk show that's being filmed and put into the game. And he's being interviewed by a guy named Mister Door. <laughs> and it's just like this whole interaction. It's like you're pretty much watching like an old David Letterman sketch. And you're like, wow. They actually went there. They took him from being a video game character to an actual human acting on a talk show. <laughs> and they just do crazy stuff like that all the time throughout the game. It's really, really good. Oh, wow. It's freaking great. Yeah, I don't know anything about Alan Wake. That might be something I want to check out. But uh, I'm fading fast. So we're going to close the show. Um, and we'll chat soon. Um, you should play Tunic also. So thank you for joining us. <laughs> Tunic! Tunic is so good. Thanks for joining us on the show. Uh, my name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Purnell. In case you forgot. Uh, and we'll see you next time. All right? At StacyCon94. We'll see you next time. You'll be there. 1994. <laughs> or be square. And remember... Hey, that's almost 30 fall. years old. That's crazy. What? 1994 is almost 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm at that point now where I'm talking to people. And I, I was actually hanging out with uh, Matt down in Baltimore last weekend. And... I, this is true for a lot of my friends, but it just kind of happened at that moment, at that point in time. It's like, you realize I've been friends with you longer than I haven't been? Yeah. And he goes, what do you mean? I was like, I've been your friend for longer than I haven't been your friend. That is weird. <laughs> like, that feels so weird to me. Like, more than half of my life, I have been friends with specific people, and it's just baffling. We're getting old. Yeah. I feel like I... also. Re- it's going to get to the point where I've been playing DDR, like, you know, <laughs> for the majority. For longer than you haven't been playing DDR. <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. Like, it's getting there. And that's why it's worth saying. And remember, fall is all about falling leaves, changing of the seasons, and, like, you know, like Christmas of temperature. And it's a good opportunity to kind of stop and slow down for a little bit and just kind of take it all in and realize that time is precious, life is precious. Don't waste a second of it. And while somebody might tell you something like, well, maybe you shouldn't play all those video games. Here's the truth of that, too. The whole point to me of a video game and taking the time to play it is the experience of that, too. Video games can build memories and they build experiences in and of themselves. So there is not a you're not wasting your time if you're playing a game that produces an experience for you. You're not wasting your time if you engage in an activity that makes you feel good and something that you can take back and reflect on later it's all about just using your time to the best and enjoying the time you've got it's precious every second of it it's the one resource you cannot buy 
until Doc Brown gets off his butt and makes actual functional DeLorean out of a, I don't know, uh, Echo, whatever. Um, it would happen. Anyway, conserve your time. It's precious. Enjoy yourselves. Play some cool video games. Have a good night. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.